worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. Over the weekend, I was up north in Waska Sioux and Elkridge on a golf trip with a big group. We golfed uh, on Thursday, played 18 holes on Thursday, 36 on Friday, and then 36 on Saturday. Lots and lots and lots of golf, but it was great. And uh, something happened over the weekend that has never happened to me before. A bear encounter. And I was actually quite close to the bear. So on one of the holes, it was just a par three. We hit and the guy I'm playing with, we jump in our cart and we start driving. And all of a sudden he kind of like, whoa, whoa, he gets startled and it kind of scares me. I'm like, am I going to crash the golf cart? What's going on here? And w- I looked to my right, and there was a black bear. Honestly, it felt like within reaching distance of our golf cart. I think it was a little further than that, but it was extremely close. It was a cub, too, so I'm thinking, oh, God, this is not ideal because the mom is probably somewhere around and she's going to come running out of the trees and be super mad. Not the case, though. Apparently, this black bear, this cub, has just been roaming around the golf course for a while. Doesn't have a mom. Kind of sad, right? And it's just been kind of bombing around the golf course. And we saw this bear a little bit later on, too. Not as close, but that one was so close. I'm like, oh, God. But then, then being that close... And I said this a while ago. If it was me and three other buddies, I think we could take a black bear. Now, maybe not the mom, but that little cub. Like, this thing's tiny. Me and three other buddies? Oh, easily beat that thing up. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Yesterday, Casey and I went and picked up our new pooch. She's a shepherd mix. She's nine months old, and her name is Dolly, and she's just so sweet. So we had to drive about an hour and 15 minutes to go and get her, and I think we both thought that uh, the drive would be a little interesting, I guess, on the way home, but it wasn't. She basically slept the entire way home, and then once we got home, you know, you think, okay, is she going to be a little uncertain of her surroundings? Is she going to be a little maybe on edge or something? All of it would be understandable, right? We're taking her from her foster into a new home with new people and all this stuff. Nope. She settled in so good, and uh, she's such a sweet pooch. She gets along with Niall, which is incredibly important, right? You're bringing a dog into the house. You want your dog to get along with your young kid. And uh, then last night, I'm thinking, okay, bedtime's going to be a little tricky. How's she going to do? So we have a bed in the corner of our room because we don't want her on bed with us because on the bed with us because sometimes Niall comes into the bed with us and that just wouldn't work. So we have her bed in the corner of the room. She went laid in her bed and she didn't make a noise, didn't wake up, nothing until I woke up this morning at four o'clock, took her outside. She ran right back up there, went back to sleep. I'm like, how is this going 
so good so far. I don't want to jinx it, but it is going really good. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. This was a month ago. I went on to Regina Reddit and I saw this post. I forget the person's username, but shout out to this person for bringing this to my attention. They posted on Reddit that there was this truck on Dooney Avenue parked in front of Ballers and it had been there since February. Last month was July. So it was just parked there, sitting there for such a long time. And this person, I think, said that they called someone, maybe the city, to be like, hey, this vehicle's been parked there for a long time. You might want to take care of it. And I had to find out for myself. So I I drove by there, and sure enough, the vehicle was there. It was a white... F-150, maybe Expedition. I don't know. It was a Ford. Anyway, I drove by there and I saw it with my own two eyes. So I said a month ago, I'm going to give it a month and then I'm going to drive by there and see if that vehicle is still there or not. So today's the day. After the show, I'm going to drive by there and see if that vehicle is still parked there or if it has been moved. I'm thinking that it probably wasn't moved. Probably ended up getting towed. I've been there before. I don't know if I told the story last month or not, but Buddy and I bought a 1983 Ford Econoline van, two gas tanks on this rig. It was a beautiful vehicle. Another Buddy's grandpa bought it brand new, and he was a mechanic. So this thing was perfect. Such a good van. I wish I still had it. But anyway, we bought it for Craven. And when we got back from Craven, we didn't have anywhere to park it. We were still living at home. Our parents didn't want it in front of our or in front of their homes, which makes sense, right? Bit of an eyesore. So we went and parked it in the Walmart parking lot and it ended up getting towed and we never went and got it. And still to this day, that was over ten years ago. Still to this day, I regret that. I hope someone out there is driving this beautiful 1983 Ford Econoline van and treating it well. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. I'm going to start off by saying paper straws are the worst. Now, I'm all for protecting the environment and becoming more environmentally friendly, all that stuff. But when it comes to paper straws, I am not on board. And if you've ever seen Seaspiracy... If you haven't, you should watch it. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. You know that we as consumers aren't the problem when it comes to polluting the ocean. The big problem is the fishing industry. They're causing all the problems. We're not. So the fact that companies are going from plastic straws to paper straws is just... It's... It's ridiculous. It it, it really is. And these paper straws, they don't work. When you get your beverage... By the middle of your drink, the straw doesn't work anymore. It's soggy. It's just, it's no good. And again, I'm all for becoming more environmentally friendly, but not with paper straws. And now scientists have done a study and found that there there are chemicals in these straws. And I'm not going to pretend to know what these chemicals are, but the side effects are not fantastic. So, and I mean, I mean, it might take a long time to, you know, show any of these side effects or you know you might not ever right but anyway there are chemicals in these straws that aren't great for us so now we're trying to do our part for the environment and also ingesting these forever chemicals they're called just give us our plastic straws back and let us live in peace you're listening to the mark and jess replay the farmer's almanac is predicting bit of a chilly winter. This article came out 
over three weeks ago, but we're just going to pretend that it came out today and I'm on top of things. But anyway, it is going to be a chilly winter. Uh, winter officially begins December 21st, but the cold temperatures are going to greet us Canadians earlier, like early December. And here in the prairies, it's going to be cold. Perfect, right? And also, the prairies can expect heavy mountain snows during the first week of February, which people that own snowmobiles here in Saskatchewan probably going to love that because they really haven't been able to ride snowmobiles much here in the province in the last quite a few years, right? And if they do, they're riding their snowmobiles in just a farmer's field with a few skiffs of snow. They're you know? So yeah, buckle up. And it's also going to be a chilly fall. And you know the basic bees are going to be all over that. They're so excited. They're going to be able to wear so many scarves. The Replay with Mark and Jess. Constable Mike Hawkeye Seal is a great follow on Twitter. I've said it before. I'll say it again because he tweets about traffic violations that happen here in Regina. And a recent one, he tweeted out, stopped a driver watching YouTube while he was driving. $580 ticket right there. What? What is this guy watching on YouTube? And, you know, can you watch the video when you get to wherever you're going? He was also doing 30 kilometers an hour below the speed limit. That's a $125 fine. The tweet goes on to say he said he just wanted to drive how he wanted to drive. Not exactly how it works. If there's a speed limit, you got to, you know, go the speed limit. If you're going a little bit below it, okay. But 30 kilometers an hour below it? Yeah. Not great. I was actually driving on the highway yesterday. And it was a single lane highway and we're driving and I was going, I think, 105 speed limits, 100, maybe 110. Either way, not like flying by any means, but I came flying up on this vehicle. I'm like, oh my God, this person's going slow. I bet this person was going 70, maybe 80 on the highway. It's like, that's more dangerous than going a little bit over the speed limit. Like step on it, pal. So of course I passed him, left him in the dust. Uh, this story about Constable Mike Hawkeye Seal, though, in his tweet reminded me of another one. So last week it was, there was a post, I think, from Hawkeye uh, posted on our Facebook page, the Play 92 Facebook page. And I remember a comment, I actually pulled it up. This person said, wish the cops put as much effort into real crimes as they do securing money from traffic violations. Everything for them is about getting as much money from the public as possible. Uh... No, because the post that was posted on our Facebook page was also about distracted driving. So I said this police officer is literally part of the traffic team and distracted driving is incredibly dangerous. So I would say it's probably good they're putting effort into ticketing people breaking the law. Like distracted driving leads to fatalities. So yeah, if someone's watching YouTube while driving or eating a bowl of cereal, they're probably going to get ticketed and they should. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. A Turkish Dutch airline is launching an adult only zone for this is this is for people that are flying without kids and don't want to be disturbed by 
noisy kids, which this was my concern when we were taking Niall down to Arizona in March. I didn't want to be those people that had the kid on the plane crying, fussing, that kind of thing. But two things. A ton of kids were on that flight. And it's probably because a lot of people were going down to see their parents who are snowbirds. And then also, he was an absolute angel on the flight down and on the flight back. He basically slept the entire time down and basically the entire time back. So it was perfect. But anyway, this airline is going to be launching the Adel Only Zone in November. It's just flights between Amsterdam and Caraco. Curacao. How do you say that? <laughs> The Curacao? I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. But so it's not like flights were going to be on anyway. But this is kind of interesting. Although, is it going to be like the smoking and non-smoking zones in restaurants? It's like, here, we'll sit you at this table. It's in the no smoking area. Meanwhile, someone's hacking a dart that's in the booth next to you. It'll be this flight. All right, here's the uh, adult-only zone. Some kid right behind you kicking the seat. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. I saw this post on Twitter yesterday. It was actually from Tyler McMurchy, who works at SGI. And he tweeted a picture and said, Is this the most out-of-date billboard in Saskatchewan? I see it every time I drive past Aylesbury and mourn the loss of Bonanza. It's a Bonanza sign. And at the bottom, it says Main Street, North Moose Jaw, and Albert Street, North Regina. And I've... I've been by Aylesbury a lot, and I've never noticed this billboard before. And, of course, it's very, very old because Bonanza hasn't been here in Regina for a long, long, long time. I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a long time. So, yeah, they probably should update that billboard. And then someone in the comments section posted a picture of the Bart's on Broad sign, which is just actually really close to us here in downtown Regina. And Bart's closed a long, long time ago as well. And that sign still sits there and still says private functions, live bands weekly. Yeah. Mourn the loss of Bart's every time you see that too. You know what the city needs to do with that sign? They need to give it a heritage designation. Can't take that sign down. It's going to stay there forever. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Former President Donald Trump has made some wild claims, nothing election related, but wild claims about his golf game. Uh, He recently took to Truth Social. It was actually over the weekend to announce that he won his senior club championship at his own golf course. He posted a score of 67 and get this. It was eight shots better than Phil Mickelson scored on the same course just two weeks prior. Phil Mickelson, eh, one of the greatest golfers of all time. Yeah, no, Donald Trump shot eight shots better than him. And this is also ridiculous. Two weeks prior to Donald Trump winning his senior club championship, there was a live tournament there. And Trump's score of 67 outperformed all but one of the 48 players in the tournament's final round. (laughs) There's no way that he shot a 67. There is no way. And it reminds me of Kim Jong-il's golf round. So Kim Jong-il, the former 
North Korean dictator. He has since passed away. But back in 1994, he played his first round of golf ever. His first round of golf ever at the age of 52. And he shot 38 under, including 11 hole-in-ones. Yeah, in one round, he had 11 (laughs) hole-in-ones. But what are the people that that are with him going to say? Um... Kim Jong-il, no, that wasn't a hole-in-one. Boom, dead. Yeah, no one's going to say anything. So Tiger who? The greatest golfer of all time? Kim Jong-il. The Mark and Jess Replay. With Mark and Jess. This is such a sweet story. Nine-year-old Texas girl Valentina lost her doll on a flight. Now, she was on her way home from Bali with her family, and her family thought that she left the doll behind on a plane at the Tokyo airport because they had a bit of a layover there. So, Valentina's mom took to social media, posted about this lost doll on Facebook, and the post came to the attention of James, an American Airlines pilot based out of Dallas-Fort Worth area. So, also Texas. James ended up tracking the doll down and brought the doll all the way from Tokyo to Texas back to Valentina. And on the way back, he was taking photos at different spots and and just having fun with it. And he hand-delivered it right to Valentina. Just someone going above and beyond. Very sweet story. Tell me something good. You actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.